0: This is a radio.com original. And I'm interested to see how nice they are gonna to be to each other, especially they're gonna be <laughs> locked in this vehicle now for what? How long
1: is well, this? We're go? either gonna
2: be best friends after this or we <laughs> won't be speaking. <laughs>
0: yeah. I said well, turn here. Why did you go straight? Yeah, I understand. <laughs> so if we bring them back and it's two separate Zoom feeds, <laughs> then we know. Yeah. Then yeah. we know something went a little sideways on that. Everybody, Welcome back to a brand new, all new edition of the Talking About Cars podcast, where everybody has a car story. We come to you today in, from California, and yeah. it looks like uh, we may hear it, we may hear it not. We come to you from the Trash Truck Olympics, and our correspondent... Bob Beck, standing by. Bob, what's going on at the Trash Trunk oh, Olympics?
1: I'll tell you what, it's been a hectic day. The trucks have been narrowly missing each other as they traverse the alleys here. It's been a tight race and most of them are side by necks, getting ready to get all the trash and recyclables they can.
0: Interesting to note, Bob, if we hear the sound, that's what it is, the Trash Trunk Olympics. They're very possibly driving in one way turning around or at least somehow going the other way so they pass you and our broadcast studio not once but twice.
1: Well never do once what you can do twice and they are really practicing (laughs) at this they are practicing their skills at backing up without hitting a single house or dropping one piece of trash.
0: Unbelievable Bob and that's just That's just performance that you have to practice. You can't just show up and do that kind of thing. No,
1: no, this is something you've got to have years of experience to accomplish, and these guys can do it in a heartbeat.
0: And I know what you're saying to yourselves, folks. You're saying, guys, what the heck are you talking about? Are you talking about trash trucks today? Well, no, the answer is not at all. We're going to talk about today a race, a race that puts car versus nature, women Versus women, versus nature. Yep. It's going to be no, not that kind of show, Bob. Oh. Uh, and it's going to be yes. We're going to talk about the, the Rebel Rally. We did, really? yeah. We talked about the Rebel Rally um, quite a few episodes ago, uh, and we talked to a couple from Southern California. I should say a couple, a pair of sisters from Southern California, and they told us a little bit about their race, and they were veterans at it. This time we're doing a completely different. We're going to be talking to people who are, how we say rookies have never done this before. And they're going mm-hmm. to do it, Bob. They are in a drive, Bob in drive. a new Ford Bronco. Oh, really? Yes. The brand The brand new unreleased, exciting new retro Bronco that's right oh. they're gonna, gonna have in fact there are three of them going to be in this race and uh, we'll talk about that in just a little bit but uh, in fact i believe they're pretty much ready to go and i think what we ought to do bob as is our custom yes is we have to have someone musically bring it in oh okay so ladies and gentlemen let's hear it for let's see erica martin and jovina young Coming to us now, joining us on the Talking About Cars podcast, Bob. Boy, we are sad. And there they are, ladies oh, and gentlemen. Look at that. Huh? Oh, amazing. Very, very, welcome to the show. To. the magic of Zoom right here on your computer, or yes. at least uh, in your ears, for those yeah. of you listening on radio.com and uh, knx1070.com. All right. Ladies, welcome. Now, Erica, I'm gonna take a wild guess as we're looking at you. You're on the left and is on the right. Am I correct?
3: I'm Jovina. Right. It's Erica. Right. Is that right?
0: Okay. Yeah, right. That's okay. right, we're wrong. No, yeah, that's right, that's right. <laughs> we're, we're, I don't know. The, the one that said she's Jovina is Jovina and the other one is Erica. It'll be great, it'll be fun. Sure. All right, we're, we're here to talk a little bit about what you guys have gotten yourselves into now <laughs> it is the Rebel Rally. We've talked to ladies who have been involved in this before. You guys knew what you were getting into when you decided to do this, correct, or did, they, did Ford approach you or did you approach them? How did that all work out?
3: Um, well, it actually started as an idea where we, we were going to get some professional drivers um, and we do. We have three teams um, competing at Rebel Rally for Ford Motor Company and Bronco Sports and uh two of the teams have professional drivers on them but one idea came up as we were planning and we thought wouldn't it be great if we had two of our four employees uh, enter the event and you know wouldn't it be even better if they're just not as expert in off-road driving or the navigation so that that'll be part of the story of you know thinking about how broncosport can actually help us along the way um you know there's a lot of technology in the vehicle and we wanted to be able to showcase that for people um, who who aren't as well-versed in off-roading, how the vehicle can help you. But also just in general, a lot of people who are going to be buying a Bronco or a Bronco Sport are new to off-roading, have never done it before. And, you know, why not raise our hands and be the people that show like we've never did it either. And we got out there and tried it ourselves. If we can do it, anybody
1: can there yeah. you go now you talk about the bronco the previous broncos really didn't see much off-road what percentage of the new broncos do you think are actually going to see some off-road use
3: you know i think like in general you're probably going to see maybe about like 20 percent ish um you know maybe even upward it depends but for bronco sport maybe even more so for bronco because um you know that particular audience for Broncos is going to be looking to take it off-road for sure
1: now, I heard uh, recently they just announced that they're actually going to offer a manual transmission, something that is kind of unheard of these days.
3: Yeah, no, I think um, our enthusiasts, really, when we first came out, we didn't have a manual. Um, a, well, we do have the manual aligned to the vehicles, and our enthusiasts were just roaring for it. They're, so, they're super stoked and excited, and I think that's just like for those guys who – get out there and they want to kind of control the vehicle themselves and shift it themselves and, and, and be in control. So um, we wanted to make sure that we created something uh, for this. guys.
2: There were petitions going around and everything.
3: So we heard that and um, ask and you shall receive.
0: Ah, So basically, you, you were the one that came up with the idea. And so, <laughs> no, no?
3: Not us. Um, oh, OK.
0: But it came, well, somebody we, came up with the idea and then you kind of went, Yes, please. Or did you have to be pushed to do it?
3: Yeah. So the rally, um, you know, someone on the media communication side came up with the idea of why don't we have the afford team and be a part of it. And, you know, the more I listened to it and learned about what the rally was all about and how it's about these women who get out there and they're really self-sufficient and they really want to push boundaries. I was kind of thinking, well, heck yeah, I think I want to try this. So um, I kind of raised my hand and then one day I was trying to think through who would be a great partner. And I called Erica one, up one day and said, hey, Erica, do you know about the Rebel Rally? And I was like
2: yeah I I, I was calling about a marketing piece yeah because I'm the marketing communications manager so I thought she wanted me to like put it on the website or something ah okay but then she said this is where it gets weird uh I'm doing it and I want you to be my partner and I said you are crazy
1: (laughs) that's good good. now any plans to go to Baja next
0: let will get
3: past this rally first and
0: then we'll skip- <laughs> Wait a minute, the Bob. They
3: haven't even this. done this yet. Yeah, they haven't
0: oh, even Now, oh. now, oh, well. now you, you're going to go from Lake Tahoe all the way down to the Imperial Sand Dunes down there in the Imperial Valley or in Imperial County. And in between, you're going to be pretty much, as I understand it, not only off road, but is it true they take your phones
2: away? Yeah. We lock them in a Pelican case. Um, and that's just because we can't have any GPS, uh, because it's, it relies 100% on compass and map navigation. So oh. um, our phones will be locked away. They'll check them every night when we put our vehicle in impound to make sure that there's been no tampering or, or anything. Um, and then at the end of the event, we will be able to have all of our personal items back.
1: Well, what happens if you have an issue uh, along the way, a vehicle failure of sorts? Excessive flat tires, things like that, that happen on an off road rally. How do you get in touch with someone if you need help?
2: Uh, well, we have us we'll have a satellite phone and a satellite tracker in our vehicle. So not only does that give us the capability to call for help if we need it, it also you know if it's the end of the day and we didn't make it back to base camp, they'll know exactly where we are. Um, and also enables everyone from home to follow us along on a rebel rally um, you'll be able to see where our vehicle is and you know whether we're missing checkpoints or hitting them. Um. But yeah, so we'll have, that, uh, we'll have that capability. And then as far as maintenance, I mean, we're trying to yes. learn to do as much as we can ourselves. Um, we have a couple spares um, that we'll be carrying with us. We know how to change a tire, we know how to plug a tire. Uh, we'll be changing our own air filters and doing um, light maintenance. If we really do need help, we can call uh, for our mechanics on site that can service us. Um, but there is a, a penalty for that, right? point penalty. So we want to
3: do as much as we can on our own.
0: So AAA is probably not a good alternative to get you out of a jam. No,
3: no. No, no. and I don't know if AAA will be able to drive out to where we'll be.
0: Yeah, probably, yeah. Just just imagine getting one of those trucks in the middle of those dunes. I don't think it would be a good thing. It would be a little bizarre. No, not at all. Yeah, heck of an advertising ploy for them, though. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. That could work. But I keep thinking about the fact that today everybody has their cell phones with them. Have you guys ever gone a certain amount of time Cut off from the outside world like that, and and how do you figure that's going to work?
3: I think this is the longest I'll ever go without having a cell <laughs> phone on me. You know, and it's tough. We're both we're both moms, so we've got children, and you know, we're not going to be able to talk to them throughout this this event. But um, it you know, it's kind of freeing a little bit in some respect too. Um, to I also wonder how many times during the race I'll feel
2: like I want to Google something. Oh, I know. Yeah. <laughs>
1: All right. Now you're based out of the Ford headquarters in Dearborn. Yeah, one of the we're
3: based out of Ford in Dearborn. Yeah. Okay. So off-road driving
1: there is uh, Woodward Boulevard on a bad day. I mean. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. You know who's else on?
0: Go ahead.
3: yeah, we've, we've been um, learning how to off-road. We've got, you know, our Ford um, off-road courses that they offer for our engineers. Obviously our engineers take these vehicles that we build and um, engineer, and they take them out in the off-road and test them. So we've taken the engineer courses on how to off-road um, here in Michigan, but then Eric and I just got back. We were out um, kind of by kind of middle gate area in um, Nevada. By, we were, sand, okay. by Sand Mountain. So we were we were just out west learning how to drive in the sand and then some of the kind of dirt roads out there, too. So and learning how to navigate, most importantly of all, as well. Yeah. You guys are going
1: to terrors on the boulevard when you get back, I'll tell you. That.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> now, are they allowing you to use the Bronco like in Nevada, or did you kind of have to learn on other vehicles and eventually get a Bronco? Have you had a chance to mess with that at all?
3: Yeah, we've been, we started learning on a Raptor. Um, so we were on the f we were on the Raptor learning how to utilize and how to read the terrain and how do you make the right choices. Um, and so then, yeah, and we'll be in a Bronco Sport. We're getting it this week, so we'll be out in that. Yeah, we're gonna, the vehicles are already on their way there and um, we're gonna meet them a little bit early
2: just so we can have a chance to get acclimated with our particular Bronco Sport, get our Rally Max all calibrated and, um, you know, all of that good stuff.
1: What correct. modifications are, are they going to do to these for you for use on off-road? Obviously, they're not going to be strictly street vehicles, correct?
2: Um, Pretty much, yeah. Really? The, the whole um, point of the Rebel Rally is, um, you know, it's mostly stock vehicles. We're getting some auxiliary, auxiliary light bar from our sponsor, mm-hmm. Rigid, um, and making some other, you know, tiny. Uh,
3: we're wrapping the vehicles to look cool, obviously, but okay. at it's straight out the straight, straight off out. the assembly line. Yep, and we're wow. using our stock tires. Um, around there, we do have all terrain tires that come stock with the Bronco Sport, and we'll be using those tires as well. What are Scooty. some
0: of the top? Uh, what are the top things people have told you, advice wise, what to bring with you on the road and, and something like this? What to bring? Good
3: question. Well, our navigation gear first. Oh well, yeah, okay. But we have more than one set probably so you would think to have one compass and one map plotter and but i think we're bringing like three (laughs) and rules because apparently i've heard like you lose those all the time because you're just kind of in and out of the vehicle you're a little flustered so we're bringing multiple sets of our navigation gear yeah Um, i think some of the um best advice that we were getting though is not necessarily about the gear but from people who have done rallies before don't follow anybody Mm -hmm. Just do your own course. Do your own thing. Don't think that you see one vehicle going in one direction and that, you know, you think you're supposed to go a different direction. Trust your own gut. Yep.
1: How many hours a day uh, is the rally planned to be or how many miles?
2: Uh, It's 1,200 miles over the course of the eight days we're going to be driving, right? And then, um, I mean, there's early wake-ups. I think we usually hit the starting line around 7 7. a.m., and dinner starts getting served at six, yeah. six. So um, up to 12 hours of driving, depending on how well you manage your time. Mm-hmm.
0: So do they keep the dinner warm if you're running a little late?
2: I hope
3: so. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> we'll have lots of snacks.
0: Lots of <laughs> oh, snacks. That lots an import-
3: of snacks. Oh, important to bring. That was, a, that was some, something that somebody told us to make sure our car was filled
0: with. Ah, OK. A
1: lot of snacks. Right, now, the, the, the rally is a time to distance am i correct in that you're starting off at a specific time that they punch when you leave and then they punch in again when you arrive at the final destination uh, the format
2: is a little unique so there are enduro challenges which are those time speed distance challenges um mm-hmm. probably one a day ish um and those are based on reaching certain milestones to the second at the right time based on calculations that you do based on the average speeds that they give you um, and the calculated distances that they give you Um, but then the rest of the computation is based on how many checkpoints you reach and some of them are clearly marked and some of them are not so clearly marked so some are worth more points than others Um, so you really need and and they give you in a day way more checkpoints than you could ever hit So um, kind of really need to be calculated in planning your route. Or if you start to head toward a checkpoint that, you know, it's taking you forever to get there and you have to kind of stop and like look at the points and look at the rest of your day and say like, is this really worth it? Or do we just want to, you know, (laughs) cut bait and try
3: (laughs) something else? Do a different checkpoint. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a strategy of what you think you can hit throughout the day.
1: Have you seen a map of uh, an overall map of uh, the, the area that you're going to be driving in?
2: I've definitely been checking out some topo maps of the dunes just to kind of identify the, le- the least treacherous course for us to drive. Um, but uh, no, we have not. We don't know exactly where the, the course will lead us yeah. between Tahoe and Glamis.
0: I, you know, in these social uh, distancing times, I can't imagine much of a sport that's any more social distancing than driving in a rally. I mean, talk about being yes. safe.
3: Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's why they decided to continue to have the Rebel Rally this year. Um, it's it's a non-spectator event as well. So um, really the only people that will be a part of the rally are the women that are in the rally itself and then the support staff, the mechanics, the support staff that is helping to put the event on. So um, so from that respect, and we're all taking COVID tests prior to that. So it, it, they're, they're being very, very cautious and very safe.
1: Yep. What kind of performance driving, if any, have you two been involved with before?
3: Um,
2: commuting to, to and from <laughs> work, yeah, yeah, and Zero? also the end of the day daycare <laughs> pickup when you're running very yeah. late and you really got to step
1: on it. That's it. Yeah, I can imagine now. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm so to Detroit, I can understand. Yeah.
0: So, are you guys considered, or do you consider yourselves to be car people at all? I mean, going back to the day. Did you ever have an affinity for classic cars or older cars, or did you just drive cars because they're vehicles to get you from point A and point B?
2: Um, I've worked in automotive advertising my whole career, so I, you know, I'm into car, into cars in that way. I, I mean, I, I've worked on F one hundred and fifty, I've worked on luxury brands, so I'm, in, I'm into cars, and I'm also into like vintage, old things in general. I love estate sailing, and you know, I love old things. So we kind of when you put the two together, like working on Bronco is a, is a dream for me, you know? Um, I've even been collecting, I showed Jovina, I found an old four by four off-roading guide, um, like a vintage one, and I, I ordered it. Cause I'm like, I have to read this thing and see what they had to say about off-roading um, in 1983. So I've, I've always been a car person just because I work.
3: It. It's, it's my it's my profession, but um, but yeah.
0: What about you Jovina?
3: Yeah, I see I'm in the same boat. I mean, it's kind of hard to, to live in Michigan and not have some kind of Kind of affinity for cars and that you know it's, it's all around us um so i i also i started my career working in advertising in the automotive industry and then i took like a really short stint away about 10 years working in the beer industry and then i've come back now full circle in the automotive industry so um kind of yeah same kind of same thing as erica
0: Beer, beer, beer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. uh yes and of course if you've ever been to detroit before and i know bob could vouch for this you see a lot of american cars there a lot of american cars there. you don't see it's not like california where you drive around and you see very a couple couple. yeah and most of everything else is a foreign car no in detroit in that area there's a lot of american cars now what kind of history are, are they going to compare the new
1: bronco to to the old bronco I mean the the first generation. That's to me the first generation Bronco is really the the real Bronco.
3: Yeah, yeah. I think um, some of the things that we've really looked at as we brought back, made a decision even to bring Bronco back. Um, you know, especially the design styling cues, really paying attention to what made a Bronco a Bronco. And so you definitely see that visually, like in. The, you know, cartridge style grill, the round headlamps, the way that, you know, we have Bronco spelled out in the grill. That's a little bit of a, what, where before it was for, but that's like right on the grill, that boxy shape, those lines. And we knew open air had to be, um, obviously, yeah. So,
1: so yeah. you're going to be driving in an open air vehicle. You're not going to have one of the roofs on it. You're exposed We're driving to everything. a Bronco
2: sport. Okay, yeah, so we're in the X, the X cross class. Um, so we're going to be driving a, a Bronco Sport, which is um, the other Bronco in the
3: state. Yeah, it's the Bronco small SUVs.
1: Okay, yeah, explain that to some of the people that are listening, because they may not know the necessarily the differences between these.
3: Sure. So um, when we brought back Bronco, we've got your our Bronco two door and four door. Um, you know, and that's what when you think about Bronco, that's what you were looking for, or waiting for. Um, but strategically, as a company, we knew that there was a huge opportunity as we looked at the small SUV segment, where there was quite a lot of customers who are outdoorsy people, and they needed the capability to get out there. Um, but they not there might not be necessarily using their vehicle where off roading is the you know the main event. Mm-hmm of off-roading to get to the place where they're going to go skiing you know they want to get to those back mountain places they go mountain biking they're like really good and excelling in their own sports and challenging them challenging themselves but um there was you know there was just a white space for us to kind of bring a vehicle for that particular customer and so that's where bronco sport comes in it really fits in for that lifestyle but for it to be a bronco we thought it has to have the capability worthy in that space for to, to be called a Bronco, mm-hmm. and so the Bronco Sport, you know especially for a small SUV, has a lot of really great things, especially from an off-road capability perspective. We've got the two-liter engine. It's got um, you know a twin clutch rear drive unit. Um, we've got a rear differential wow. lock. You know a, you know ability to lock, and then you've got four. by four locks on there as well and then we've got the the goat modes which is um on both bronco and bronco sport and the ability to switch between sand mode and mud and ruts rock mode you could do that in bronco sport as well i mean bronco sport is like it's
2: built for off-roading even even just its body construction uh it's got great uh, approach and departure angles and we were just underneath the vehicle yesterday at the shop just checking out you know where everything goes and um everything is so well protected you know everything a lot of there's a lot of the protection underneath we have got a metal bash plate um so it's it's made to go off-roading and that's what we're gonna do
1: cool any idea that it? you're gonna are you gonna drive one of these as your daily driver when you get home
2: <laughs> i think both of us are
3: yeah, yeah.
0: think daily uh, driver
2: what, in.
3: how can we not
0: yeah. what are you guys driving now
3: we're actually both in edges. Yeah, I have edges. a Ford Edge.
0: Oh, okay. Very good. What was your but first I have an ST car? My
2: oh, yeah. it's ST. like kind of the performance model. It's got the bigger engine with the um, 250 horsepower. So
0: What was your first car?
3: First car. I had a Ford Tempo. Okay. I had a uh, Pontiac Sundance. I think. <sighs> Sunbird.
0: Sunbird. The other the yeah. other brands.
3: That's okay. Yeah. Yeah, Sunberg, it doesn't exist
0: yeah. anymore.
3: I mean, you know, it's a yeah. classic
0: man. It almost sounds like she had a classic Pontiac. Yeah, well, you do, <laughs> so what the heck? It wasn't a GTO, but you know, hey, yeah. it's a it's yeah. a Pontiac and Pontiac doesn't exist anymore. But that's right. very good. All right. So now that you work at Ford, I know that I'm expecting when I ask this question that you guys are gonna give me all the Ford answers. But nonetheless, the top two or three cars that you want to own someday. Out of all the cars out there, well,
2: I, I mean, I want a big Bronco, I want a Bronco. I want a bronco. <laughs> um, I'll
0: write that down. <laughs>
3: Maybe a Raptor? I think now, after after we've done the training, a Raptor would be pretty yeah. fun to have.
1: All right, so now you're gonna go from cars okay, to so trucks. Once you're
3: in it, it's so fun to drive. Yeah,
1: yeah, the Raptor's got some horsepower too. Yeah,
3: yeah, and then I don't know, um. I'm trying to think. I don't know. I mean, outside of Ford, um, I think it would be interesting to try out a Tesla. I don't know if I want to own it, if I want to. I haven't been in one before, so I kind of want to check out and see what all the, the hype is about.
0: Three words that I don't think we're ever going to hear, Bob off road Tesla.
3: <laughs> well, I don't know.
0: With that truck coming know. out, you never know.
3: But there all right. Yeah. there is a Rivian. It's a, there's
1: a Rivian. Rivian, yeah. Now, speaking of that, Ford made an announcement. There's a, t- a Big change at the top, they're shuffling uh, managements, and so forth. How is that going to affect you? Because now they're saying they're going to start focusing on autonomous vehicles and electrified vehicles.
3: We'll
1: see. <laughs> so, so they, the, <laughs> they the, the, the panic hasn't filtered down to your level yet.
2: I mean, we've we've always had a strategy. I think there. I think our goal was to have um, a hybrid or electric de- derivative of every nameplate by like twenty twenty two or something like that. Um, so I think that's always been the direction we're headed. I think maybe we'll just wait up the page a little. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And
3: see. But even without that, I mean, I think. Um, there's always a need for what Bronco delivers. Right. And, um, you know, especially with the powertrains that we have oh, and we're building for what customers are looking for today and we'll continue to understand what customers need in the future. And I, a nameplate like Bronco, we didn't bring it back to be a short-term thing. Bronco is going to be a long-term brand moving forward within Ford motor company. And, uh, you know, we'll continue to listen to what, and figure out what our customer needs.
0: You know who also is going to be uh, driving one of those Broncos? No. In the race? No. Our buddy, Alana Scher, is going to be there. Yeah. Alana's is going to be driving. Yeah. We got we
1: to gotta harass her about that because her off-road driving is in her and I,
0: backyard. And, and I agree with her. Do not make her the navigator. No. i say it. saying. I, I hear she gets lost at the drop of a hat. But
1: I don't know. Yeah. I might be wrong about that. Well, remember when she tried to get to the studio that time for us.
0: Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah. yeah. We did have to send out a flare. But that's all right. It yeah. happens. You know It, it it wouldn't happen like that in the middle of the sand and all that, where no. land spreading no. out so far and wide. Yeah, <sighs> okay. Manhattan. Just give me that countryside. Yes. Do you remember what TV show that was from, Bob? I have no idea. Green Acres, but that's too old because it makes me very. You guys remember Green Acres?
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Don't make me oh. sing
0: the whole song. <laughs> you, you know how the song goes? Yeah, come on, sing it with me. Land Mm -hmm. spreading out so far, it's a place place to be. Oh, how I missed this! It is is a life
2: for me. Land Land spreading out so far Uh, and wide. Keep Manhattan, just give me that countryside.
0: Yeah, thank Thank you. you. Gosh, (laughs) see, Bob, no, yeah, (laughs) Bob, you're the only one left out. I I, I I I, I I now remember (laughs) Green Acres to an extent, it just
1: was not one of the shows i watched when i was younger okay and so forth but yeah
0: well to follow you guys again if you uh, the race will be getting underway here soon and mm-hmm. it starts october i want to say the 8th eight- is it the 8th Eighth, yeah okay so by the time this is on uh on the radio.com app it will be probably the day after uh no 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 it would be the 8th so the 8th is a yeah. week from today yeah okay so we will be doing this as you're racing for the first time. So that'll be cool. Yeah. How will people be able to watch you and keep track of where you guys are in your progress?
2: Um, you can follow our progress at rebel rally, rebel And then we'll also, you should be
3: following uh, at Ford Bronco on Instagram. If you're not already, anyway, okay. um, they'll be posting a little bit uh, too along the way. Yeah. And our Ford performance teams will be posting. And then um, uh, our enthusiast site, the dot com. Um, they'll be coming out probably about mid week while we're out there and then checking up on us during the week and we'll be posting a little bit of real time stuff for us.
1: We got to talk to you guys when you get back to get your impressions about what it was like and such
3: yeah i'm sure we'll have plenty of stories in our ups and downs
0: throughout and and, and i'm interested to see how nice they are going to be to each other especially (laughs) they're going to be locked in this vehicle now for what how long
1: is this going to
2: be best friends after this or we (laughs) won't be speaking (laughs)
1: yeah
0: i said turn here why did you go straight yeah i understand so if we bring them back and it's two separate zoom feeds (laughs) then we know then we know something went a little sideways on that i mean but it happens you know i one of my best friends i remember taking a trip to uh the world's fair in spokane many years ago and we were best buddies but after being in the same car in the same area in the same space for what was it a week it was like talk to the hand you know what i mean it was just (laughs) like no don't don't even go there of course no one said talk to the hand back then but you know what i'm saying yeah Yeah, sure Mm -hmm. so we'll Mm -hmm. see but I, I can tell you guys are friends. It'll be fine.
2: It will be fine. We'll be good.
0: Yeah. All right. So again, uh, good luck to you. We're going to be keeping track of you guys uh, out there on rebelrally.com or rebel. What is the rebelrally.com? rebel Are they doing radio? I mean, are they not radio? I'm sorry. Are they doing like a TV version? Are they going to show videos of the race?
3: Um, on RebellaRally.com. Yeah. I see that they'll post, um, some, some stuff. Yeah. And they're going to do like a live. So every morning before, you know, as, as vehicles are heading out, there'll be someone there and she does like a live interview with each team before they like head out. Um, and then they, they, I think spread out throughout the course at different checkpoints. And as team comes into checkpoints, they'll stop and interview them. Um, but that's who knows if you see us in that point or not, because you don't know where they're going to be. Um, but you'll see us every morning at the very least. But then when Bronco Nation comes out, you'll see us throughout at some they'll they'll have their own footage.
0: So let me get this straight. You're going to be first time drivers in a rally.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: You're going to be first time video producers on the road.
3: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: And all of this you've Animation. never done before, and you're gonna make it look awesome.
3: Yeah, yeah,'ll we'll try. <laughs> I know. I mean, we were joking with each other because, like, we'll get to one point and maybe be completely lost and just kind of losing it a little bit. And we were saying, who's going to be the first one to say, oh, my God, this is gold. Grab the, grab the video. <laughs> unless we're sort of freaking out. <laughs>
1: yeah, Just keep a GoPro going all the time. Yeah, you can hand it out <laughs> all the, you know.
2: I mean, we decided very late in the game that we were going to do this. We really only decided about a month ago. So I can't, I can't even believe how much we've learned since we, you know, made the commitment. Um, and I, I keep saying, I know it sounds cheesy, but no matter how we finish, this is, I mean, we are not even at the rally yet this has already been so rewarding. Yeah. I mean, just the, everything we've learned. And then we, the training that we did last week was with some former rebels and, that community is just so amazing they were um so welcoming and they they're competing against us and they want us to be the best we can be and they were they gave us all their our tips and tricks tricks and you know they were there for us when they could tell that we were discouraged and we made such good friends Mm -hmm. like i can't wait to see everyone again at the rally um next week and you know celebrate together at the finish line
1: that's great very good. Uh, it's going to be a hell of an experience for you, you guys. You're going to love it. Yeah, you're I going to have a good time. It's, now the problem is is getting you to stop wanting to be part of. I know.
2: I, know. I know. Um, I, I said I can already tell this is kind of addicting. <laughs> like,
1: have you guys ever gone to the Woodward Dream Cruise?
2: Uh, oh yes. yes. <laughs> my, I mean, my in
3: right on Woodward. I Woodward. used to
2: live in Ferndale, so like I yeah. used to okay. actually uh, move out for the weekend just. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> i used to schedule like I also had
2: other years where i had parties it's the kind of thing where okay. you either need to like embrace it yeah or get out. there's
3: no one oh, And own it I lasts see. more I than see. that weekend i mean okay. it's basically woodward summer
1: so. yeah i used to schedule meetings in detroit uh, so i could coincide and go to the go to the cruises and such it was a mm-hmm. great thing
3: all
0: right very good don't forget You guys out there can listen to our audio podcasts on radio.com and the radio.com app, knx1070.com. You can also watch our video podcasts on our new two tired guys productions channel. Subscribe to both on YouTube. That's right. Follow us on social media. We're all over the place. That's right. Two tired guys. Are we giving, are we starting to sell the shirts? I You're starting
1: to post the shirts. We've got the shirts. We've got the shirts. We've got the shirts. We have the original, the only Uh, two uh, tired guys
0: Lamb wear. I, we uh, should probably get some for our guests. I think so. Wouldn't we could it be do great?
2: two tired guys swag. Yeah,
0: yeah, I think it'd be kind of cool to get it. We'll have to find out. We'll have to get a uh, mailing ad. Who knows? Maybe they'll they could wear it on the road. Drop by on the way down the dunes. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's take a shortcut. <laughs> <toward Miami. laughs> it's
1: a little yeah.
2: detour. That's a, a little detour.
1: detour. Hey,
0: I'm at the beach. It's nice and comfortable here. You know. <laughs> I can see this is going absolutely (laughs) crazy. Until next time, I'm Randy. That's Bob. That is uh, Erica. And that is Jovina. Join us next time as we had some fun talking about cars. We'll see you next time, everybody.